0: Maybe you from the 1970s when the Los Angeles Rams was known as the Prism Force because of that defensive line. Or maybe you in the city of St. Louis, the gateway to the Midwest, where the greatest show on turf brought home the first ever Super Bowl championship. Or maybe you're in the here and now, with the Rams back in LA, winners of Super Bowl 56. You can rock Eric Dickinson. You can rock Marshall, Fowl, Isaiah Bruce, and Kurt Warner. Or maybe you rocking in Cooper Cup, Aaron Doné, Matthew Stafford. It doesn't matter, but when it comes to this, it's all about the Los Angeles Rams. Horns up, Rams house. Time to talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today on this Friday evening? December 8th, 2023, I am in the building. Yes, I know I didn't do a show yesterday, but I wasn't going to let y'all off. Come on, we got to have a Rams talk this week. So I'm doing it today. Big game this week, a very big game this week as the Rams are on the road this week. I'm going to preview that big game against the Baltimore Ravens. I'm also going to recap our game against the uh, Cleveland Browns, a big game. A big game that was last week at home. And I uh, think there were some things that I like that I saw from the Los Angeles Rams. And I feel good about what we have going on right now. But it's going to be interesting to see how can we keep this up and moving forward. But before I do that, I got some news and notes for you. So we're going to jump right into it on this Friday evening. Pukanuku has set new Rams of season rookie Receiving yard record becoming the first rookie in franchise history to hit a thousand yards receiving in a single season. Shout out to Cooper Nakula. Been a stud. But we were gonna be without Cooper Cup for the first four games of the season. We was looking forward to seeing who would step up in that role. And it was Puka Nakula. Puka Nakura has been outstanding. Even with Cooper Cup back, he has been tremendously outstanding, doing his thing. I love everything he's doing right now. Running the routes, making plays happen, scoring touchdowns—he's doing the whole nine. Great job for Puka Nicole. Um, I wish you—I wish you could be offensive rookie of the year, but that dude, CJ Stroud out in Houston, is killing it. It's just—I gotta tell you how it is. But Puka will be in the ring for offensive rookie of the year, but it's gonna be hard for him to get it because CJ Stroud is just killing it out there in Houston. Man, gotta give. It, gotta give that man his credit so good job booking the code keep it going we got we got some more big games coming up we gonna need you down this stretch run here next order of business uh the real son kicker mason crosby to the practice squad very interesting signing here i know we've been having kicking issues we've been having kicking issues because we let go mackett who's kidding for the end and the scopes that's me here he's nevertheless we have kicking issues bringing in Mason Crosby. He won't be kicking Sunday. Maybe he'll start kicking next week when we're at home. Next week. So maybe then. But we just got him to the practice squad, so maybe. Hopefully the kicking issues won't be a problem this week. Hopefully we won't have to put it put it into the kicker's hands for us, and we can probably do some things on the road. But signing Mason Crosby, he is grateful for the opportunity with the Rams. Long-time kicker for the Greenback Packers. has been one of the best kickers over there in Atlanta. But now he's getting a kick in some warm weather for most of his time with the Rams. Possibly a playoff kick, if that comes to that. But we have Mason Crosby, and it's a good thing, you know, you never know how this season will end. We might come down to a couple of kicks that we might need to get us in the playoffs. Nevertheless, great signing for Mason Crosby. He's grateful for the opportunity to be a part of the Rams organization that's on the docket. This is a big honor. Cooper Cup, congratulations on being the nominee for the Walter, Walter Payton Man of the Year for the Rams. Um, great. That's a great honor. Uh, when we was on our Super Bowl run, Andrew Whitworth won the Walter Payton Man of the Year award during our Super Bowl run. Uh, you can arguably say that it's the most prestigious award in the National Football League. That award is actually presented last. Not the MVP award. Not the most valuable player award. The main event of the NFL award is the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. So Cooper Cutter is a nominated great job. He does a tremendous amount of things outside of community as well. He does on the football field. Great guy to be nominated. hope you take it home. But, you know, he's our representative for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. And finally, get ready, Los Angeles. Those of you who stay in the Los Angeles area, they are calling it Rams House for the holidays. As we continue on our road to make the playoffs, uh, the following Sunday, December 17th, we'll be hosting the Washington Commanders. Our game will be at 105, most likely on Fox. And then four days after, on Thursday night football on Amazon Prime, we will see... The New Orleans Saints down in the big at home. And, uh hey, we got Busted around doing a halftime performance. That should be fun as the Saints come rolling in as they'll be fighting for their division crown in the NFC South as we will continue to try to fight for one of the three wild card spots. So next Sunday and the following Thursday, Ram fans, get ready. They calling it. Rams House for the Holidays. So get your tickets, get everything you need to do. You get a live concert from Boston Rhymes, you know, on a Thursday night. It's going to be fun to see. Hopefully uh, we're still fighting for a playoff contention in Week 16 and whatnot. And we'll be right there. We already got the tiebreaker with the Seahawks. We beat them twice. But I'll dive in more into the standings when uh preview our game against the Baltimore Ravens. With that being said, let's take our first quick break here. Then when we come back, we're going to recap what took place at SoFi Stadium with the Cleveland Browns. The Playmaker spot is sponsored by Liz. Locker rooms by Liz. Shop hats and official sports gear at Liz. Liz, the leading and number one destination for hat, gears, and everything that moves you. Make it a perfect shop for fans to find official sports hats, merchandise, and gears. Represent your team, your town, and your style with a snap snapback, adjustable fitted hat or beanie from thousands of college and professional teams. Browse the very latest jerseys and t-shirts for the best teams out there. Liz has officially licensed professional and college sports teams apparel and hats featuring the hottest brands and trends. Shop online or visit one of the 100 stores across the country. locked by Lids.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ramley Talk, and
0: uh, time for our recap. This past week, we had to take on the Cleveland Browns, the number one ranked defense in the National Football League at home at SoFi Stadium, trying to get the 6-6, and 6, 500 on the season. It was going to be a tough battle. Joe Flacco was making his first start for the Browns. And, man, that's... The Rams looked at real good, man. Yeah. All-around good performance, offense, defense, just good to watch them, you know, handle business the way that they did. After that initial opening drive with Joe Frackle and the Cleveland brothers, when they went down the field and scored a touchdown, everything else was clicking. Yeah. Pooping the cool was on it. Stafford was on it. Uh, Connor Williams was on it. The offensive line was on it. The defense was on it. You know, all-around great performance for the team in Los Angeles. That's something we even want to see. All-around great performance. Winning 36-19. Give you the statistics here. You know, Joe Flacco in his first start, 23 completions out of 44 attempts, 254 yards, two touchdowns, and the interception. Uh The running game for the Cleveland Browns is a strong suit. was non-existent. Only 23 carries as a team and 87 yards, averaging less than four yards a carry, which is great. Kareem Hunt, you know, he had 12 carries for 48 yards. Uh, Pierre Strong Jr. had two carries for 20 yards. And Jerome, Ford had nine carries for 19 yards. So we held their best offense in check, which is their running game, which is great fight the defense. You held their running game down, you handled the business. And for us, Matthew Starr for 22 for 37, 279, three touchdowns, no turnovers, not even sacked one time, no sacks, no turnovers brilliant by him. Connor rims 21 carries, for 88 yards and a touchdown, giving me 4.2 yards a carry. Even the Nakua got a couple of carries in, you know, two carries for 34 yards. Not mad at you on that. As a team, we ran, ran the ball 25 times for 120 yards. That gives you just under five yards a carry. you got to love it. Speaking of the Nakua, four catches for 105 yards and a touchdown. Demarcus Robertson made an impact in the game with four catches, 55 yards and a touchdown. Even Cooper Cup. Got himself a touchdown, but it is what we need to see here. I looked at this. I had I went through this stat, this box score a couple of times to make sure I went tripping. This is the Cleveland Browns defense. Guess who you don't see in the stat sheet? Miles Garrett. That offensive line made sure Miles Garrett did not touch Matthew Stafford. They also made sure he didn't wreck the running game as well. Your leading tackle is Jerron Thornton and Martin Emerson Jr., okay? So, Darius Smith is down here with one tackle, okay? I mean, Delvin Thomason, two tackles. Greg Newsom II, three tackles. The guy that you actually know, Greg Dibbitt, with four tackles. The guy that is known on the Cleveland Browns team, could not make an impact on the defensive side of the ball. And Miles Garrett's name is not in the stat sheet. You can't tell me they ain't impressive. Miles Garrett, the people who are saying who's gonna win defensive player of the year, his name wasn't even in the stat sheet. Hey ho, oh, he was on the field. Trust me, 95 was on the field for the Browns. No impact. No impact. <clears throat> Great job, Officer line. Great job, offensive coordinators. Great job, Matthew Stafford. Great job to everybody who does anything on the offense, because y'all made sure one of the top defenders in the National Football League ain't even on the statue. That is that is absolutely brilliant. Okay, that is absolutely brilliant. No, Miles Garrett in the statue. That is impressive, man. You you don't get more impressive than that. You just don't. Okay. And I am man. That that does me that does me great joy, test to know that one of the top defenders in the National Football League, one of the top game records in the National Football League. Not only, not even in statute. So not even statue. So with that being said, gotta give y'all the Player of the week. Now I didn't put the voting up there, but I think it's this is a good week for me to go ahead and do the obvious. It's just obvious of who is the Rams player of the week. I'm getting to Matthew Stafford and the offensive line. Gave you Stafford stats again, 22 for 37, 279 passing with three touchdowns. The offensive line didn't give up no sacks, and the offense did not turn the ball over against the number one defense in the National Football League going into the game. The office line and Matthew Stafford both getting Ram Player of the Week. I this this it has to be done. Okay, next week we now next week we win. If we win this weekend, but next time we win, I will get the vote back up there. But this is obvious. Got to give it to Matthew Stafford. Got to give it to the offensive lineman. They played a complete game. They did not make no critical errors. They ain't make no critical turnovers. They ain't even let Matthew Stafford right jersey get touched and Matthew Stafford picked that secondary apart for three touchdowns. You can't get no better than that. I, you just can't, man. You just can't. Got to love it. Love what they're doing. Love how things are going with them. And uh, looking forward to more of this, hopefully hopefully this Sunday. But Rams player of the week, Matthew Stafford, and the office alignment for what a hell of a job they did against the number one defense in the National Football League and the fact that Miles Garrett name was not in the defensive stat sheet for the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. Okay, that is the Rams player of the week. One last break and then when we come back, we're gonna preview the Baltimore Ravens game. The Playmakers Blog is sponsored by Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. So much, so much to stream. From shows and movies you can only catch here on Paramount Plus. Whether it be from CBS, DET, Comedy Central, Liquid Loading, and so much more. The new home of Showtime. Watch Showtime Original Series, movies, and sports when you sign up for Paramount Plus with Showtime. Catch exclusive originals from Paramount Plus such as Star Trek, Strange Wars, The Family Stallones, Halo, and so much more. You also can stream live sports like NFL on CBS, the UEFA Champions League, the Masters, and the SEC on CBS. Paramount Plus, you can stream up to three devices when you create an account. So Paramount Plus, plan starts at $5.99. If you hit that link below, you can get a free trial. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rimley Talk. Now, let's go ahead and be our one final business to take care of on this night. Not going to keep you too much longer, but we got to do it. It's a big game this week as the Los Angeles Rams are taking a trip across country to face Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens at MNT Bank Stadium. This is going to be a fight. This is going to be a fight. The Baltimore Ravens are coming off the bye week. And then come off that way, they found themselves not in first place in the ALC, but in second place because the Miami Dolphins took them while they was off their week, And the Rams found themselves still on the outside looking in. Well, it's that much closer to being in the playoffs. So let's dive right into it. 1 p.m. this Sunday over in Baltimore. They say it's gonna be some there's gonna be some weather issues in Baltimore. We possibly talking about some rain maybe some heavy rain because it's gonna be a lot of bad weather here on the east coast this weekend so bundle up get you a nice place get you a nice warm spot if you're going to the game be safe drive safe it's gonna be some nasty weather up and down the east coast this weekend from what most weather reports i've been saying the Baltimore Ravens are seven and a half favorite at home the over under is 39 and a half so can this game potentially reach 40 points is the question if you are betting people, and can the Ravens beat the Rams by eight or more points? If you are betting people out there, okay. Now let's dive into the game, shall we? Here's where we stand right now. I just told you that the Miami Dolphins overtook the Baltimore Ravens, even though the Ravens are on a bye week, with both teams being at nine and three, and with the uh, Miami Dolphins holding the better conference record at six and two, and the uh, Baltimore Ravens are six and three. They got the Chiefs lurking, the Jaguars lurking Cleveland, uh Indianapolis, Houston, Pittsburgh, and so forth and so forth. That's the AFC. On the NFC side, the Rams are right there and they place at 6-6, six six, right behind the Green Bay Packers because Green Bay obviously beat us in week nine up at Lambeau Field. And I'm one of the probably the most ugliest games the Rams played this season, losing 20 to 3. With Brent Ripping as the starting quarterback and didn't look impressive whatsoever. But nevertheless, the Green Bay Packers are fun, are getting hot. Got a big win over the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football. They have the Las Vegas. Be- no, they have the New York Giants on Monday night football coming up. And right above them is the Minnesota Vikings Sis and Sis, They have a date with the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas this Sunday. So need some help, unfortunately. That's the way. That's the position that we're in right now, it's unfortunate, but this is the position that we're in. We need help, we got to take care of Bailey. it's gonna be a tough one. We're in Baltimore, so but we need some help to try to get into the playoffs, and plus, we own the tiebreak with the CLC because we swept them all right. League rankings right now, you see here the Rams are 14th in offense, 16th in on the defense, 15th in passing, 15 in rushing, so pretty much. At the halfway part of the of the stats in, of the NFL, we are right in the middle. We are right in the middle right there. On the Ravens side, they are seventh in the offense, second in defense, 20th in passing, and number one in rushing. Obviously, coming in, anytime you hear Baltimore Ravens, of course, you know they should be in the top three, if not the top team in rushing, which they are the top team in rushing. And on defense, they're the second-best defense in the league. Last week, we went against the number one defense in the league at home. This week, we got the second-ranked defense in the league at their place. So, could be some interesting turning points in this game from being in the confines of Sofi Stadium with no weather issues going, but going to Baltimore where there's most likely going to be some weather issues, okay? And then that offense is ranked seven with that type of running game. When you're number one in offense, you can do some things, you know, especially with a guy by the name of Lamar Jackson back there, who's in the MVP race. Uh, Gus Everett does his damage. You know, he's a Powerful back. and you got this boy, uh, Keonta King, King, King Mitchell, who's fast as I don't know what. He, we thought the Miami Dolphins had all the speed. I don't even know where the Ravens found Mitchell at. And he as damn damn fast as the Dolphins are. Then you got a who can who can beat you deep. OBJ is on his team. He's going against the Rams for the first time since uh, he departed Los Angeles after winning the Super Bowl with us. Uh he 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 they asked him about the match he says nothing but love and respect for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh the Rams is all the reason why his love of football has come back. That's being around that organization and being able to be under Sean bay the team with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and you know win that Super Bowl in his on his only time in Los Angeles. So he's very thankful for the time he spent in Los Angeles. But this is the NFL thing that's going to have to happen. He's going to try to play his his ass off in this game. That's just the way it's going to go. He's going to try to play his ass off. But, hey, you got to be able to do what you got to do, all right? Speaking of which, here we are. Matthew Stafford has thrown for 27, 68 yards, 16 touchdowns, and 9 in the substance. has ran for 687 yards for seven touchdowns. Picking to the cool as we talked about earlier on the show, over 1,000 yards receiving with four touchdowns. For the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, Action Jackson. That's on for 2618 yards with 13 touchdowns to five in the five interceptions. Stafford is it got the edge in that one. The running game, Gus Edwards, 590 yards and 10 touchdowns, and safe files is 613 yards and two touchdowns. Those are your leaders for both teams. Tell you it's gonna be an interesting game here because what I see here, come down real quick. What I see here. We have our hands full. You got this running game. They have, they, the revolver is not a run. You got Justice Hill. You got Kent, You got Canton Mitchell. And you have Gus Edwards. I ain't even mentioned Lamar Jackson in the running game. And we know Lamar Jackson is going to run some type of game at some point. He's going to run the ball at some point. We know that's coming. So that's four people we got to worry about running the ball. Then you got Safe Flower, who's a speed stick. You got OBJ, who's starting to look like OBJ. Rashad Bateman, up and down. Nelson Aguilar up and down, but when they're on, they're on. So you possibly got four wide receivers to worry about.
1: They don't have Mark Andrews. Mark
0: Andrews is out. And speaking of being out, it looks like Tyler Higby's gonna be out too. They say he's doubtful uh, for the game Sunday. He's saying they he's doubtful on a Friday, and the game is Sunday. Mel's Mikey, he's not playing Sunday, so we're not gonna have Tyler Higby. So either uh, Hunter Long or uh, Davis Allen and. Bryson Hopkins, these, these three ends are going to have to step up in the, in the absence of uh, Tyler Higby. But here's the thing. Our defense has been playing better and better. Now, he must have his hands for because there's no easy way of slowing down or stopping the Baltimore Ravens, especially with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, who can run like anybody else. And, it, and that's been shown at times that he can throw the ball too. So it's not going to be easy. Going to Baltimore, it's not because Lamar Jackson only lost one game in his entire career to the NFC in the, to the NFC team. He's been whooping on everybody. Let's go back and look at the Detroit game. By the end of the first quarter, that game was over. Detroit find themselves down damn near thirty points out of that. Look at the Seattle game. When Seattle went went up in there, blew them out of the first quarter. That game was already over at the end of the first quarter. Can we not get destroyed in the first? Quarter is the question, okay? If we can make it through the first quarter and halftime of this game, where the game's still in reach, we have a shot at winning. Because they because all the other NFC teams that has come into that building has been blown out in the first quarter, and it never changed. So we have to go in here. Miami being have to come up with a good offensive game plan, okay? Is it going to be hard to run the ball? Yes, it is. Everybody thought it was going to be hard to run on Cleveland last week. We still ran for over 100 yards. But damn near five yards of carry, okay? Offensive line, you played well last week. You dealt good with the defensive line of the Cleveland Browns. But can you do the same thing on the road to Baltimore? Because in Baltimore, they like to rent the game early and keep it wrecked often. They just do This is what the Ravens do. Ray across the one. Top five linebacker in the national football league. Do not take him lightly, okay? So, and then the defense. Raheem Moore, how are you going to plan for Lamar Jackson? How are you going to plan to slow down the running game? Can our secondary step up in man-to-man coverage? Because we have to – we're going to have to, you know, have one-on-one matchups because we're going to to have to put seven – Maybe eight in a box to slow the running game down, and there's gonna be some one on ones. So, you know, with the spoon, you might have to match up with uh, OBJ and uh, Kendrick. You might have to match up with Safe five. That dude is fat. That guy is fast. Okay, so you're gonna have I cannot corner all up in one on one matchups. Okay, can they help on one on one matchups to 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 slow them down so the rest of the guys the Front eight can focus on slowing down this run game. They're not gonna stop the run game. They're gonna have to slow it down. It is the way it's gonna be. So, with all that being said, that's asking a lot for the Rams to do in Baltimore, especially when the weather's not gonna be particularly favorable for a team like us that loves to play in the sun and a nice, warm, comfortable, fine, so-so far stadium. Being in Los Angeles, California. The East Coast when they get flooded with a lot of the weather, okay, and that's not good. So with that being said, I said this uh, this preseason that the Ravens will win that game, and I'm gonna stick with it. Especially now, knowing what kind of weather is gonna be in Baltimore, it's not gonna be ver- favorable weather for the Rams. So I would love for the Rams to win. I would love for us to get to 76 and keep pace with the wire card chase. But it's gonna be hard against that team. And plus the Ravens got something to play for because the Dolphins has taken up the one seed. So they're gonna to wanna to, they're gonna wanna show some stuff and take back that one seed this weekend. So I can see that happen, but I can see the Baltimore winning this game by a touchdown. You know, 34-27. It could be worse than that now that the weather has impacted. But the Ravens by a touchdown, unfortunately. I got us dropping the six and seven. We're not out of it but this this is one of them tough ones that uh i don't think it's going to go our way so i'm going with the Ravens on that one and with that being said ladies and gentlemen that is it for remy talk on today thank you for tuning in thank you for watching uh, let's go around let's try to get an upset win it's gonna be difficult yeah i even pick i even think you win but it's gonna be a difficult one let's see if we can we get it done nevertheless but we're gonna come back next week we count this game, preview the Commanders game, there should be a more favorable matchup for us and the confines of SoFi Stadium. Until then, enjoy your weekend. Thank you for tuning in to Rambly Talk. Rambly Talk is sponsored by Fanatics, Liz, and Paramount Plus. Get your favorite sports appeal with Fanatics or Lids and get great streaming service with Paramount Plus. If you want to donate to the program, you can donate to us via Cash App, dollar sign D Platemakers. That is again, dollar sign D Platemakers. And remember, you can follow and subscribe to Rambe Talk on all podcast directories, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And those of you who are on Apple, leave us a great review, leave comments on how you feel about Rambe Talk and the episode that you listen to. Tune in again next time for more Grammarly Talk hosted by the Playman. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.